that Jill needs a new car. And the first step down this journey is to build a balance sheet. When we work with our clients, a balance sheet gives us an idea of the assets they own, the liabilities they owe, and then their net worth. Now the assets on a balance sheet, we're usually going to group in some sort of fashion. We like to look at cash, we like to look at investment, retirement assets, and we like to look at other things, like home assets. And we're going to put those things together, we're going to go ahead and tidy those up, and we get total assets of the client. Now with liabilities, we're going to look at liabilities from the standpoint that we have secured and unsecured liabilities. A secured liability is tied to an asset, something like a car loan or a home loan. So if you don't make a payment on a secured liability, that asset might go away in the night. An unsecured liability, something like a credit card or student loan, has less severe consequences if times get tough. So on our balance sheet, we've got our assets. On our balance sheet, we've got our liabilities. So we're going to add those up. What we're left with is net worth. Now, it's an important note that in financial planning, we have a little bit of leeway with balance sheets. We don't always use generally accepted accounting principles. Sometimes we round to the nearest thousand, and that helps the client understand that, hey, you know, this amount may or may not be the exact balance, and we know with things like retirement accounts and stock accounts, those values change throughout the day. But a balance sheet is the very first data gathering unit, something we need to put together for our clients, and something we're going to now do for the relatables. Before we know if the relatables have the money for a new car, we have to see where their finances currently stand. Let's start with the things they own, or assets. Jill and Jack own a home they bought a few years ago and estimate it to be worth about $200,000. In addition to the home, they have a checking account with a balance of $4,500. They have some savings in the bank at $7,000. Jill has $50,000 in her 401k. Jack has $45,000 in his. They have two cars. Jack's car is worth $16,000. Jill's car is worth $5,500. This gives us a clear picture of the relatable's assets. But for a true picture of their financial health, we have to include their liabilities in the balance sheet we're building. This includes any debts the relatables carry. Jack and Jill both have federal student loan debt. Jill's balance owed is $18,000 and Jack's is 15,000. They currently have a mortgage of 150,000. This note has 28 years remaining. We know the relatables are excited they paid off Jill's car a few years ago. They're still paying on Jack's car, which has a $15,000 note. The relatables have a small balance on one credit card of 500 bucks. Now we know the relatables total liabilities. They are 198,500. If we subtract the relatable's liabilities from their assets, we come up with what Jack and Jill's net worth is, $129,500. This is helpful, but it doesn't give us enough information to decide if they are in a good position to buy an SUV. We need more information at this point, so let's go get it. Although Jack and Jill's net worth appears to be more than enough for a new car, they have limited cash reserves and realize that their savings and checking is better put to use as an emergency fund. If cash can't be used exclusively to pay for the new vehicles, the relatables will need to change their expectations or 
leverage some new debt in order to purchase the car. <laughs>